do I age well? It's something I often ponder on. My name's Rosaria Barreto, and I want to find out what it takes to live a healthy and happy life as we age. I'm a clinical exercise specialist, and for the past five years, I've worked with nearly a thousand older adults, and as a result, have had the chance to talk to a diverse range of happy and healthy, and not so happy and healthy people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I want to know what it takes to be able to look back and confidently say, "Mm, I lived an amazing life. Why not join me in this exploration on what it takes to live happily and healthily and learn how to age well? Hello. So today I'd like to start by thanking everybody for following, supporting and listening to this podcast. It's been a month now since I've started and um, it's been so lovely to hear how this is helping people and particularly from people who I know and how they've shared it with their family members and how their family members are finding it really really useful so thank you so much um, for being so supportive it, it really keeps me going because often it can be really really hard putting together a podcast and just wondering if it will be of any value to anyone but if I can help one person then I've done my job so today is going to be about how bad habits create bad posture. As we age and as we develop certain lifestyle traits, we can take on poor habits. Really good example of this is sitting. We live in a society where sitting is such a common uh, activity. So we start the day in bed and for many of us, we may sit down and eat our breakfast sitting down. We may go to work and sit on in a car. We may sit in a train. And then when we get to work, we're sitting at an office desk. And then we're back in the car to go home or the train. And then we sit down and eat dinner. And that's pretty much our life. And something that people say is that sitting is actually a bigger killer than smoking. And whoa, like mind blown, like that is such a key or a core a thing, I don't know what the word is, a core statement to really focus on when you're making choices about movement and sedentary living. So I want to talk about how these bad habits will really impact us in our 70s and 80s, because we may not think about it now, but Now is the time that we can do something about it and change our future. I don't think anyone's ever too old to improve their life. I don't think anyone's ever too old to make a change. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you're 25 years old, and it doesn't matter if you're listening listening to this and you're 89 years old. You can still make changes and you can improve your life through creating better habits. So I want to discuss what we are going to be talking about. So we're going to talk about bad habits that many people create, maybe yourself, maybe you see that in a friend or family member, and then how we can improve that or things we can do to change our behavior so that we can positively improve our lifestyle and our positive aging experience. So something that's super common uh, when we get to a certain point in life is, is having a routine. And having a routine 
is fantastic. I think it's really, really important to keep yourself disciplined, to make sure that you have stability in your life. But at the same time, as we create routines, we are constantly doing things of a similar nature. So if we're driving a lot, we are sitting a lot. And I want to focus on this postural element of of bad habits. So, okay, if you've been born with with a physical disability, then you may actually have what's called necessarily not a not a healthy posture and that may be down to a musculoskeletal condition or a spiritual health condition or something like that so this maybe isn't aimed at you this is aimed at people who have specifically been born with what i want to say essentially perfect posture and have developed bad habits if you look at a two-year-old and the way that they squat down to pick up a toy the way that they lean over the way that they have you ever seen a two-year-old lean over? No, because that's not what when we're not made to move in that way. We're made to use our legs to squat down, to collect something off the floor, and then we stand up directly. We're not leaning over, leaning on our legs, trying to c- carry ourselves on furniture. Um, and that's another really bad habit that so many of us do. We start to use our arms to lift us up. So a really great example of this is just if you sit down, the next time you sit down, notice how you stand up. Are you standing up just using your legs? If you are, well done. If you're standing up and you're having to push yourself off the sofa, instantly you've created a bad habit and you're now relying on your upper body strength to lift you off up up from a chair. These bad habits will really change the way we move. They'll change our uh, mobility, excuse me, <laughs> they'll change our strength and ultimately a really, really impacted area of posture is our flexibility and our mobility. And if we look at, if we go back to this whole sitting to standing, one of the biggest things that's affecting our posture in society as a whole is that over a lifetime, we have done this small, 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 really small activity of using our arms to push us up. And that is going to have a significant impact over a lifetime because we're impacting things like our muscle response, our nervous response. And this just leads to creating this hunched over position, this tight muscular position and we're not comfortable. You may have, you may result in back pain. You may result in having difficulty moving. And in fact, um, if we look at the statistics, 60% of people over 60 have one or more long-term health condition. And the reason for that is sedentary living. The cause, the primary cause of, of long-term health conditions is sedentary living. And sedentary living ultimately comes down to the fact that you are physically inactive. You are not doing things on a day-to-day basis, on an hourly basis that gets you moving. It might, it, I mean, I'm not dissing anybody that walks for an hour a day. I think that is a brilliant way to look after your physical health, but it's an even more important way of looking after your mental health. But if you are walking for one hour of a day and then from nine till five, you are sitting That is a ridiculous amount of time in a seated position. 
you look at that eight hours of of the day that you're sitting and probably more if you calculate it and then you look at that over a lifetime you are doing more sitting than you are standing in your whole entire life right craziness absolute mind blown so the first thing that i'd like you to focus on is identifying those bad habits those lazy things that we started to do like using our arms to lift ourselves up off the chair pulling ourselves up the staircase using the handrail rather than just lifting our knees up and pushing our feet through the through each step i want you to navigate your the next few years of your life really focus on how you move how you are lifting things how you are bending over how you are standing how you are walking all of those things. And once you start to identify what you're doing, you may be able to identify the the bad habits and the good habits. So another thing that we can do to really break down this this sedentary living element is standing and walking. Uh, It's free. You don't have any excuses not to stand or walk. And I don't mean to sound patronizing at all, but a lot of people will say, oh, I'm just too busy. I don't have the time. But you're, you're... sacrificing a little bit of time now to ensure or optimize your level of mobility in later life which will make all of the difference we don't want to get to our 80s and 90s and we will get to our 80s and 90s because the average living age is 84 for a man i think and 86 for a woman and um by 2023 there are going to be over 20,000 centenarians just living in the uk so if you just think about that, most of us by 2060 possibly are going to be in our 90s. Average living age, probably 95, maybe even 100. So look at those things like standing desks, walking every 30 minutes, doing a task that doesn't require sitting, different things like that. Even if it means standing on the spot and doing 10 high knees, that is better than constantly sitting. You start to adopt this really terrible sitting position where you're hunched over, your shoulders are rolled forward, your pelvis is tucked in, and you're you're creating that, that, that moon shape in your back. And our spines are meant to be curved. They're meant to curve round, in, and out. And a lot of us are seeing um, potentially like the developing lordosis, kyphosis, Um, scoliosis as a result of poor posture and sedentary living okay so now that we've talked about posture and standing I want to talk about a really bad habit that we've got into when it comes to technology and that is looking at a laptop or looking at a phone and just rolling our chin into our chest basically sitting in this or standing in this position where we're looking down a lot and as a result we start to build this inflammation or this swelling in the top part of our spine or just underneath your neck. And because we're becoming such a technology orientated society, um, it's so important that we're taking extra care of our neck. We use our neck so much. You're literally using your neck all day. Except, I mean, when you're sleeping, you're stretching it still, but you're using it to do absolutely everything. It's carrying your head and your head is so heavy don't get me wrong, it might even be the heaviest part of your body, I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but 
and I'm possibly exaggerating, but our neck is carrying our head and think about that. Um, so it's doing so much work for us. And if we're not looking after it and we're just holding it in this, this lean, lean position, it's leant over or don't, don't know, don't know how to call it. Um, this tilted position, then the force the force of our neck is at the front of our neck and the back of our neck is having to go into overdrive to just hold our neck up when it, when it, when it needs to be up and our body starts to think, okay, this is my, this is my natural sitting position now. So it adapts to that position that you're holding it, holding in it. And we all know what happens when that happens. We get neck ache, we get shoulder ache, we get headaches. It's hard to sleep at night and nobody wants that. We don't, we, we don't want to inflict pain onto ourselves so that's something called technic and there are a few other words or terms that you can call it but essentially you're hunching over because you're constantly looking at something tech based or a tech device i'm going to move down the body now to our hips and our hamstrings and going back to that seated position um I'm just really emphasizing in this podcast how bad sitting is for us. And I really hope that this changes the way that potentially you react to sitting environments. I always go to like conferences or um, well-being events. And the fact that there's just chairs everywhere makes me so upset because I just think we're hypocrites. We're talking about how we can improve the environment and, the, and society through physical activity but we're sat here for two hours in these poorly designed chairs without enough standing or, or movement and anything like that oh just winds me up so where was I the it's it's really it's a really simple concept to just standing every 30 minutes and if you can implement that into your life you are going to reap the rewards it's not always possible, but if you're doing it the majority of the time, it will make such a difference. And even the small differences have big impacts. So when we're sitting, our muscles are, oh, our hamstrings for sure, are contracted. Our hips start to become tighter. And this can really impact our ability to move our legs. And as a result, our strength is, is impacted. We're unable to develop the necessary strength in our legs or um, biomechanics to be able to stand and walk properly. So that's just a short thing. Just just think about that. The fact that when you're in a sitting position, your hamstrings are contracting under over long periods of time. They start to tighten. That will affect our posture. We've got this lovely connected chain of muscles called the posterior chain at the back of our body, and um, it, everything links and everything works together. And if one um, link in that chain is being affected and everything else is going to be affected. So stretch your body, stretch, stretch your body. And that's a really fantastic way of uh, counteracting the sedentary lifestyles that many of us live. I mean, I, I can't lie. I've been sat here for probably an hour and I should stand up and go for a walk. Um, but I don't want to mess up my sound system. So <laughs> I will after, I promise. And I will stretch. And I, something I've started to incorporate in, in the, over the last three months is stretching every night. It takes me 10 minutes. It's not super intense, but I am stretching my ankles, my neck and my back. And 
the impact that has had on my ability to lift lift heavy weights and run is is great. I don't feel like my my ankles are stiff when I wake up in the morning for no reason, and I'm much much more mobile when it comes to range of movement. So the final area of um, bad posture that we start to develop comes potentially, or one of the main areas comes from our feet. Again, like our neck, our feet are in constant use and they carry us everywhere. So footwear is something we should really, really take notice of. And I want to talk about barefoot and being barefoot and how important that is. If we are wearing shoes, we're not designed to wear shoes. Our feet are designed to be able to walk outside. Um, they're designed to take us anywhere we go without shoes. Ancestrally and kind of historically, people didn't wear shoes. And if they did, they wore sandals for specific things. We have developed shoes as part of a fashion rather than a, a need. And the reason we need to wear shoes now is because the ground is covered in glass and horrible, horrible things. But if we lived and treated the, the earth kindly, then we probably would be able to get away with barefoot. You look at places like Australia, there are people that wear, that wear barefoot to the shops. Um, they're, not, they're not wearing any shoes. Um, and I wish, I would be one of those people that never, wear, nor, never wore shoes ever again. I think it's fantastic. I actually got told of a fun, quick story. I went to um, Spain and I was in a decathlon and I was just trying shoes on. And then I thought, oh, just my feet just need to relax. So I wanted to walk around decathlon with no shoes on. And the security guard came up to me and said, you need to put your shoes on. He actually followed me. And uh, I just turned around and said, why? And he said, because you need to wear your shoes. He's also Spanish, so there was a language barrier. But, but then I just questioned him again. And I said, why? Why do I need to wear my shoes? And he had no, he literally had no reason. He was just being a bit of a job's worth. But my point is, is even society is stopping us from doing very basic, natural things with our, with our lifestyle. I don't, I don't really mind being judged and, and being called a bit of a weirdo if I know that it's good for me. So barefoot, not always accessible, totally understand. But if you're somebody who wears slippers, invest in really fantastic slippers or just don't wear slippers at all. Next thing, fashion shoes. Ah, oh, the bone. I wore some gorgeous, they're like, oh, I don't know what they're called. Um, they're kind of like cream 60s go-go boots and I wore them yesterday and I love them they're so beautiful and they're really affordable but my feet die after about an hour in them terrible I only wear them probably once a month at, at the most but when I do wear them they they just kill kill my feet and they look great but they are so bad for me and if you're somebody who has to wear shoes every single day and they're not comfortable Every moment that you're in those shoes, you are damaging your posture. You are damaging your feet. You are affecting the way that you stand and walk. So invest in some good shoes. I know that people are on budgets and we have we have different allocations for what we can spend on ourselves. But I promise you, if you invest in a really good quality pair of shoes, you will not have to buy another pair of shoes for a long time. If you buy rubbish pairs of shoes, you will have to keep rebuying them and you will be spending more money on that than 
just investing in a good pair. Um, yeah, so we've got we've got we've talked about shoes. We've talked about all of the things that we're doing on a daily basis that I think most people are neglecting. There are there are so many other things I could talk about, but they're the main ones that I think we can all change pretty much immediately. And I want to talk about things that you can do now that are going to help you that you can start implementing into your life to improve your 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 posture and your your mobility and your movement. So number 1 stretch as i said even if it's 10 minutes a day just move your neck side to side rotate it round do a semicircle with it get your neck moving give it some tlc i actually have a few videos on my instagram and my youtube if you do want to have an idea of what that should look like look up some neck stretches on my reels um, or look up a video if you just type in rosaria barreto on youtube you will find me then you've got your your tech neck so taking time away from your phone or resetting the the level of your laptop biggie's just joined me biggie's my my black labrador cross podenko he's sniffing my microphone um and so grab a grab a box maybe put that underneath your laptop or your your pc and just heighten the screen so you're not looking down at it Ooh, shake it off um and then your that's my dog shaking i don't know if you can hear it so it would be a bit weird if i just <laughs> said shake it off <laughs> so um have a little look at heightening your screens try and take time off your phone i'm i could be one of those people that just never looked at a phone ever again but i have a job that requires me to do that so it's a bit hard and get a standing desk if you can afford it or create a standing desk i've even looked into building my own one because they're so expensive i mean justifiably i think you they they need to be because of the electric aspect of it um but i've looked at maybe getting my own parts like all you need is like some legs um a stand and then some sort of uh surface area and uh and screw it in yourself uh <laughs> So that's something you can do. And then you've got your, I mean, going back to that stretching, foot stretching, ankle stretching, all the hip stretches, all of that. Standing every 30 minutes, going for a walk every 30 minutes. Even if you have to walk 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at lunchtime and 30 minutes in the evening, just to break up your day, that is better than not walking at all. And then fashion. So looking at prioritizing what you're wearing. Is it going to do your body justice? Are you wearing appropriate footwear? Are you walking barefoot often enough? I have tried earthing and I think it's great. And some people will think it's woo-woo, but I love walking on like hard, wet grass. It just, I don't, and it when the sun's shining and it's a bit frosty, oh, such a great feeling. You might not get it. You might think I'm a bit silly, uh, but I find it really enjoyable and I find it really refreshing try that maybe in your garden or if you're living in the countryside go for a walk you do have to be careful because there are lots of sticks and different things like that but uh, muddy also muddy areas are really nice uh, if you have a towel or a water source that you can wash your feet in also a nice way I, I learned about this accidentally my dog was attacked and 
I found out whilst I was in a shower and I just got out of the shower, put my, the first thing I could find on, put my wellies on with no socks and just sprinted through the woods to try and find him. And as a result, got loads of blisters. So while I was trying to look for him over about four hours, I ended up taking my wellies off and just walking around the woods with no shoes on. And I felt very empowered. Um, yeah. So you, everybody can start this at any point in life. Just keep moving. Movement is literally medicine. And the more you move, the better you age. So please take that into consideration. I hope that's helped. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much. My name's Rosario Barreto, and thank you so much for listening to How to Age Well. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback means so much and helps others to find out about how to age well.